0: Hey, everybody. This is Faux Monday, the companion show to FOMO Sapiens. We'll be back on Thursday, of course, with a full episode of FOMO Sapiens. But until then, happy Faux Monday. Best day of the week. I'm your host, Patrick J. McGinnis, venture capitalist by day, author and podcaster by night. And of course, FOMO Sapiens 24-7. Now, my guest on Thursday is Amy Gallo, who hosts the Women at Work podcast over at HBR, Harvard Business Review. She also is a contributor there, and she has a new book out that's all about how to get along with people, even the terrible ones. So it's a really good topic. She's a very good guest. Like I just, she's so thoughtful, and she offers up a lot of very actionable tips And things that you can start using today. So I think it's a great episode for everybody. And I learned a ton as a reformed people pleaser. This is the kind of episode that when I listen to it and I have the interview with Amy, I'm taking notes for myself, not just trying to find things for you guys. I'm selfish too sometimes. Maybe that makes me a bad person to work with but that is the conversation and so in that conversation that day that I interviewed Amy I was talking to a friend of mine who works at a company and was very frustrated at this person because they felt like they were doing everybody else's job. It's sort of like, listen, people are dropping the ball. They're not working that hard. I'm working all the time. I'm working till two, three in the morning, cleaning up other people's messes, and I'm frustrated. And this person was telling me that, and I I get it. It's a thing that a lot of us feel. It's a common refrain in the workplace. But a lot of times what I realize is that it's a self-created problem. Like if you are the person who feels that they need to keep all of the plates spinning as it were, you will and people will be happy to let you do that. And that conversation meant a lot to me and it was interesting to me because I am definitely a reformed people pleaser and reformed rule follower. Not that I break all the rules now, but I definitely try to be a little bit more realistic about is this rule a good rule? one that I want to follow or not and why. I also, you know, frankly, my career benefited from the fact that I was willing to clean up other people's messes and do their work for them. I was always the one who stayed late because somebody dropped the ball. And, you know, while that can be helpful in the short term, it can definitely move you ahead. In the long run, it is not a great strategy. You can get burned out. You can get frustrated and resentful. You can start to disrespect other people you don't actually look up to anymore. You don't think that they're good at their job. You sort of just are like, you know what? You're useless. So I'm just gonna do your work for you. And that, my friends, is a road to perdition. You don't wanna end up there. And so this concept that I came up with and I actually put on my Instagram and got a very interesting set of feedback on was this idea of how to step over people. And so I wrote that my new sort of motto in life or one of the big thought of the day is how I put it, is sometimes you have to let people fall down in order to step over them. And you'll hear me talk about that with Amy on Thursday, but people wrote me back, you know, sort of like, wow, that's mean, or I agree, what a great life motto, or, you know, be careful because, you are leaving people behind and you shouldn't do that. And so there was a lot of interesting feedback. And by the way, if you're not following me on Instagram, find me at Patrick J. McGinnis. Maybe you can write me your own thoughts. Believe me, I love hearing from it. And I told my mom about my big new saying and my mom was sort of like, that feels that feels pretty harsh. And I was thinking about it some more. So I posted a second post because then I was like, people are gonna think I'm a meanie. And I said, listen, you gotta help people, of course. But if you've helped and helped and they just aren't willing to help themselves, you gotta let let it go. Let them fall and keep walking. And then, of course, be careful that they don't stab you from behind when they sort of get up again. That's another important thing. So that's what I wanna talk about today, really, how to not be the person who fixes other people's problems, how to not be the person who is, Basically, your to-do list is what other people should be doing, and how you can move forward and not be resentful. And if you have to, just keep walking by. So we'll get into that after the break. FOMO Tudo bem, meus queridos FOMO Sapiens? Now, that right there was Portuguese. And as you know, I love speaking foreign languages. But I'm not alone. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off that list with Babbel. (laughs) the science-backed language learning app that actually works. but only for our listeners at babble.com slash FOMO. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash FOMO. That's spelled dot com slash FOMO. Rules and restrictions may apply. FOMO. All right, so how do you avoid doing other people's work and get yours done so that if you have to step over them, you can? Number one, learn to say no. So a lot of times that person who feels like they're doing everybody else's work, guess what? They said yes to everybody else's work. And I see this over and over again, especially in a workplace where it's more entrepreneurial. And so like nobody has fixed roles. It's sort of like everybody is washing the dishes and also coming up with, The marketing slogan and also finding investors and all that sort of stuff. The segmentation is not there. The matrix organization is not there yet. And so stuff can easily fall through the cracks and somebody says, oh, you know, I need help on this and you're always the the yes man or woman. You know, there's nothing wrong with saying no. It doesn't mean that you're not a team player or you're not negative But if you don't say no, you're gonna be drowning in other people's work. And so it's important to just recognize that sometimes you are at capacity and you can just say, listen, I can't right now. I have to say no because if I take that on, I'm not gonna do a good job of it. Number two, know how much you can handle. Like the critical thing to saying no, by the way, is just understanding what you can handle and what you cannot handle. And I think a big problem here is that we like to think we can do it all. And so the saying yes is actually something that you are doing that is a self-harming Action. If you thought through how much you could actually handle, it'd be easy to say no, but you kind of want to be the hero. You want to be the person who's going to be looked to as the responsible one or the leader. And so you're doing this all to yourself because you haven't thought through what your load is. And I think a really good way to do this is to write down everything you are doing right now. Like, what is your to do list? What is your series of obligations? And then figure out, like, if I add more to it, Number one, maybe you do have capacity, but do I have capacity? Number two, if I do this, what will it displace? Where will I fail? Or how much more time am I going to need to stay around the office working or working from home or whatever? And I think that is really important. And by the way, there is a temptation sometimes for people who maybe don't have kids at home. And, like, if you got four kids at home, you just don't even get stuck with this a lot of times because you're like, I can't even think about more. But people who might be single or they don't have kids, like, that falls to them. And they're like, well, I guess I can do this, right? You know, I don't have to, like, babysit Junior this weekend. That, again, it's like, look at your obligations. One obligation is giving yourself time to do the things you wanna do, filling your life with things that are important to you, not just being at the office all the time, picking up slack. Number three, be careful about the delegators. We all know this person, it's the person who actually is just, their superpower in the office is just delegating everything. They just, you know, they're like, they get a project and before even considering If they have time for it or if they can do it, they have found the person to pass it on to. It is a skill, by the way. Like People do it very successfully. They end up at the top of the ranks having never actually produced anything themselves. And so you want to know who those people are. And when you see them, you run in the other direction. And when they do come to you, say they trap you in the elevator because that's a place you can't escape from, you just got to look at them and say, no, I'm sorry, I can't right now. I am too busy with this other thing. I have this other thing to do. And guess what happens? These people, they are so good at delegating, they will leave that elevator and find the next person. They'll find an easier target. And you have basically given yourself a prophylactic approach to avoiding such incredible, I guess, impositions on your time in the future. All right, so that is number three. We got three more. Let's take a quick break and I'll be back on the other side to finish this up. FOMO, FOMO. All right, number four, this goes back to my quote, my controversial quote about letting people fall. Do not be afraid to let people fall. And what I mean by that is there are gonna be things that people are just not gonna do, that they're supposed to do, and you have tried to help, you have tried to be helpful, you've been a solution provider, but they are not willing to be helped, they are not willing to step up to the plate. And at some point, You just can't save them. You got to let them fall and you got to keep moving. And so that is counterintuitive because you think to yourself, well, geez, like what if this thing goes really badly? Like it'll hurt our business. The reality is that the thing that's really going badly is that people aren't doing their jobs and managers aren't managing them. And at some point that just isn't your problem anymore. You have to focus on what you're good at and doing your job because saving people is not your job unless you are a first responder, okay? It is not your job when you work at a tech company. And so you just gotta let it happen. It's unfortunate, it's terrible, but it is going to be okay. And then hopefully things will get better. And if not, maybe somebody needs to move on to a new position at a new company. Again, not your problem. You've tried to help, but you gotta keep moving. Number five it's good to be a problem solver, but don't be the person who is always solving everybody's problems, right? That is not where you want to be. You want to be called in for the big stuff. You don't want to be called in for like, who's going to fix the printer. But sometimes the resourceful people, they end up just being the resource for everything that's going on in the office and you don't want to be that person. So, you know, you may be, the person who can provide a solution, but be careful what you're good at. Hold off for the things that are much more value-added where you will develop skills and relationships and impress people and actually enjoy the work rather than being stuck dealing with all these little fires to put out around the office. Just not a good use of your time. And finally, define your domain Now, this doesn't mean having a rigid set of things you do, but having people in your office, and especially starting with you, know what you're there for, the areas where you should focus and the areas where you should not focus, the things that you should do and the things that you should delegate, that is gonna be so helpful in making sure that you don't take on things you shouldn't do. That is really key because we all have the same amount of time in the day, whether you're Jeff Bezos or, you know, a person starting out in their first job at a company, and I can tell you something, Jeff isn't doing the low-level stuff. He has moved up and delegated so that his time is spent on the things that are within his domain. I'm sure he did that stuff on the early days of Amazon when I believe they were working off these desks that they had made out of doors or something, and he probably made the desk. He is not making the desk anymore. So think about that, and that's a great way to frame it up. It's like, how can I leverage myself when I'm spending my time on things that really don't leverage me? All right, so those are the ways of avoiding other people's work. There are six ways. Number one is learn to say no. Number two is know your load. Three, be wary of the master delegators. Four, sometimes you got to let people fall. Five, don't try to put out everybody's fires. You are not the fire department. And finally, clearly define your domain. All right, everybody, I hope that's helpful. I found it really helpful because I have done all of these things a million times and now I know what to look out for. And with my handy new quote about letting people fall, I don't know. I don't think people are gonna mess with me anymore. (laughs) All right. So that is what we're gonna talk about on Thursday with Amy. If you have thoughts, reach out to me at Let's Connect at Patrick McGinnis. You can find me on Instagram at Patrick J. McGinnis where you can find more spicy quotes like the one we've been talking about on this episode. And of course on Twitter at PJ McGinnis. All right, everybody, I look forward to seeing you Thursday. And until then, take care of yourselves, FOMO Sapiens. FOMO. If you like today's show, please be sure to rate it and recommend it to your friends. And as always, you can find me on Instagram at Patrick J. McGinnis, on Twitter at PJ McGinnis, and on the web at FOMOSapiens.com or PatrickMcGinnis.com, where you can get all kinds of free resources to live a more decisive and entrepreneurial life. FOMO. Want more FOMO Sapiens Info Monday? Head over to FOMOSapiens.com where you can listen to past episodes, learn more about the show, and find out how to advertise. You can also connect with me on Instagram at mcguinness and on Twitter at mcguinness.